Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 233. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, as usual, I have Abhishek. Hello, everyone. What is not usual is that uh, I'm sitting with a beer mug that has a dry fruit milkshake in it. You just mentioned that you had your mid-year review done this oh. uh, today. <laughs> is it as a result of that? But sorry to disappoint you, man. So I remember in, in college, you weren't a big fan of drinking as such. Has that changed or no? Not really. The only time I got drunk was when we, a bunch of us, when you were also there. <laughs> so that, By the way, I have the video for it. Taken on my N9, N, N96 or 26. I have that video with you puking in, in Himachal Pradesh because I knew that it, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to create an NFT out of that. <laughs> Extremely rare does not happen enough. And I have a video file for it. Talking so, about NFTs, did you read about Amitabh Bachchan releasing his own on, really? on Ethereum? Yeah. Everyone's really? cashing in. Yeah. Of course, everyone is cashing in and they should, right? There are enough gullible people, I would say, out there. So Wait for it, wait for it. Next year, this time, we'll be talking about NFTs being the next big thing. And I get a feeling that uh, even if it is not planned, we figure out a way to squeeze in cryptocurrencies somehow. This is the third podcast, so So let's get on with our topics for the day. Otherwise, we are going to spend another 10 minutes on it. Fear of missing out, definitely, right? So, by the way... People, while we say all these things, we both have put money in it, a little bit of money, nothing to brag about, but a little bit of money is in, but I don't fool around with Shiba Inu or Dogecoin, stuff like that. Mine is in Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's about it. But don't do it on the stupid stuff. Okay. The squid thing happened. You remember the squid? Yeah, squid coin. I gifted, and I think we spoke about it, 1000 rupees of uh, Bitcoin to my sister on Bowbees, which was Three days ago. Happy Diwali belated, by the way, to everyone who are listening. Oh, yes. Happy Diwali. And so Bhaubis, I think it's a perfect gift for birthdays to my nephew and et, et cetera. Mm. I've been asking him whether I should just send you some, uh, some, some crypto. Rather than him just going and buying a, a Lego action figure, which he's going to lose interest in, in, in mm. two weeks, better off giving him this. It's a little... Uh, interesting that we would spend that amount of money on firecrackers when we were kids. It was fun, but we basically would burst crackers when as kids, right? That was like burning money. I don't know, but it, it was fun. I, of course, pollution and there are hundreds of reasons why you should not do them in today's uh, times, but uh, which also uh, is being taught in schools, by the way. My son, who's in nursery, is being told by his teacher that, hey, please stay away from them. Have a clean Diwali. That was never the case when we were young. But yeah, gifting bitcoins better than burning them. In Absolutely, which gives us a very good segue into our main topic that we have, which is about the COP26 that is happening in Glasgow. Glasgow, mm. mate. Trivia question, Abhishek, to get started with, what does COPS stand for? Convention <laughs> on Climate Change. What, what does it stand for? <laughs> <laughs> and is it COPS or COP? Let's start with that. COP26. COP26, you are right. COP stands for Conference of Parties. Abhi bolega to parties, bole to konsa parties. This is under the UN framework for Convention on Climate Change. It is known as UNFCCC. They organize these, what is known as massive get-togethers where they talk about how to bring the climate change under control. And they have set a few 
milestones that they need to achieve. And by the way, these are taken very seriously now. This is the 26th version. And the one that is happening right now was supposed to be actually happening in 2020. The last significant one where an agreement was signed was back in 2015 in Paris. agenda, what is the objective of, of this group is to achieve net zero carbon, becoming carbon neutral for all its parts participating countries by 2050, which will help slow down global warming. Back in 2015, when uh, all the countries, participating countries signed the agreement, they had agreed that they will all do things so that the global temperature or the temperature of the earth does not increase by 2% by 2050. If that happens, scientists have predicted massive impact, massive environmental impact. The things that the countries could do range right from, you know, stop using coal generated electricity to just planting trees. And this particular addition is basically meant for all these countries, all the signatories to come and inform each other as to the progress that they have made. Some of them are even revising their targets, saying that they will achieve even a few of the things they will achieve before earlier than expected. And America, I think among the bigger nations has said that it will get there by 2050. China has said 2060 and India has promised to cut its emissions to net zero by 2070. Net zero, you become carbon neutral, meaning you don't add uh, to the amount of greenhouse gases which are already present in the, in the atmosphere. India is the world's fourth biggest emitter of uh, carbon dioxide. First is China, America, the whole of EU. And then uh, we have uh, India. So that was the big step. And when was the first time we were introduced to the whole concept of climate change, which became big, uh, which came in the spotlight? Was it, was it in 2006? Al Gore Ka Ek Thara documentary, An yep. Inconvenient Truth. I think before that, nobody talked about it or, or maybe I am ignorant. Even that is my recollection. Before that, everyone knew about it, but it was just the scientific community sort of raising alarm. Then there was this one, at that time, he was a vice president or just had former vice president making such a big thing about it. It got the attention that it deserved. You mentioned about the top polluting countries. That is that should not come as a big surprise because the measurement started now, right? There is a big back and forth that is happening between the countries who are signatories. And they are all in different maturity levels of development, all countries, US, Germany, etc. They all, in a way, created the mess but through all the development, through all the economic development, when there were no laws, etc. for emissions. Uh, people went crazy with industrial gases, etc. Now that China, India, all these people are, it is their growth phase. Countries are being asked to limit or check their emissions. So there are people who say that, hey, this is not fair that the developing countries right now are being asked to hold back for the mess that has been created by the developed countries. And India has been so, quite vocal uh, in, in pointing that out, saying that boss... Uh, Please let us do this for uh, a few more years. No, absolutely. Right. And then, and by the way, one small point, uh, Xi Jinping is not attending this particular conference. If there is no update from the largest producer of GHG, greenhouse gases, then people are questioning is the, you know, um, what is the value? However, this is like a massive event, man. 25,000 delegates from 200 countries are attending. And around 120 heads of state. 
बोले तो मैसिव चीज है आई डोंट यू नो Fortnight long event, 31st October to 12th or 13th of November. On a hypocritical note, the, everyone was flying in private because all these people, heads of state, etc., and creating all these additional load as such. But hey, these things are required. How did uh, Greta Thunberg travel to Glasgow? Pretty sure she walked. It, have you read her comments? about what she thinks about cop 26 it's not uh, hopeful because it's all talks and little action and she has called it uh, a failure quote a failure unquote she's branded the event as a global north greenwash festival which may be right but what is the solution that is desperate because e- even that argument of uh, countries like india wanting to keep burning gases uh, greenhouse uh, or rather burning coal to generate electricity for example india ka two thirds of electricity comes from 135 coal burning thermal stations which adds to the pollution or is not uh, sustainable in asia alone we've got 1.5 billion people they live in tropics and there are some hundreds of millions who live near coasts like mumbai being one among them So if all these have to grow and they will grow over time, these economies, you'll need more energy. And if that energy will come from, you know, fossil fuels, the way it has happened in the last few years, it it will only add to the cost. And then you'll have those floods, cyclones, droughts, uh, heat waves, storms, and we've we've seen some of this in India as well. So in the long run, better to you know figure out what renewables can do and invest uh, wholeheartedly there. rather than uh, being somewhere in the middle i think uh, the, even the car majors right uh, toyota ford a couple others by 2030 35 and 40 they will not have any petrol or diesel vehicles on the road toyota has said 2030 they will stop manufacturing which is not far off right yeah uh, just last month india came close to running out of coal because there was a big pent up demand after the covid 19 uh, pandemic where nationwide lockdowns people working from home तो लगा नहीं उतना यू डिट नीड दैट मच इलेक्ट्रिसिटी बिकॉज ऑफिस वॉज शट वेन एवरीथिंग केम बैक टू नॉर्मल वी जस्ट कुंट कोप इन महाराष्ट्र वॉज बेगिंग फॉर मनी सेन बिलियन डॉलर अदरवाइज द स्टेट कोर्ट गोज इन टू डार्कनेस अनकोट ऐसा मतलब राजस्थान वॉज शेड्यूलिंग वन आर टू फोर आर पॉवर कट्स इन ट्वेल्व ऑफ इट्स डिस्ट्रिक्ट बिकॉज दैट्स वेर दे consume a, a lot of electricity what happens to the countries who are coal exporting countries like australia so australia is one of those countries right now it is worried about what this is going to do to its economy prices on uh, that uh, international spot markets for coal they are at an all time high so countries like australia are to lose if people don't import even india imports yep 77 countries have signed a pledge saying that they will be completely phasing out coal by 2030s for major economies and 2040s for the rest of the world and this has been signed by most of the government except for the world's biggest coal burners which is yeah. china us and india they have not signed up yet i think until it hurts us uh, we won't move our uh, backside i guess so so let's come down to what can you do right what can people do? at their own individual level first of all taking a look at in india talking about india itself pollution ka major contributors 51% comes from industrial pollution 27 by vehicles 17% by crop burning crop burning if you know that is what causes the entire north of india to be in in trouble in uh, january february this month by the way because you know that the rice crops are burnt to make room for wheat and then 5% by fireworks they say 5% is it i didn't know it was that low i thought that it was pretty high it's 
it's there only for those five seven days. You're right. It's 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 reasonably high. Exactly. Do you know that garland? I get confused. Is garland in English? Is it full jadi or that anar, which is a which which goes? No, garland is is the is the jo ladi lagate hain the hundred ka maan. Ah, oh. so then that one generates more than one uh, thousand times more poisonous smoke than the World Health Organization maximum. Uh, there there is something called snake tablet i don't think they have it anymore you remember who oh, ek chota guli that used to be there yeah that is bad yeah, yeah. right yes and that is that that's 2560 times over the limit that who prescribes matlab <laughs> it's really bad this is a bummer but one last statistic 1.7 million people in india have died in 2019 because of air pollution uh, in covid 19 ka stat is 1.1 million but nobody talks about air pollution because you know it it's a slow death it doesn't happen like uh, a disease took out uh, hundreds of uh, thousands of people so 1.7 and it's not that, visual right so even mm. or that is not quoted as a primary reason of death so mm. it may be your lung cancer se marte hain you know but it is caused by something else so yeah talking about fireworks yaar all these other ones which are non diwali related fireworks like the snake and the big sutli bomb and stuff like that please get rid of that sutli bomb But, i don't think they sell that anymore i miss them meaning i don't i, I don't want to encourage people to burn firecrackers i am off it for 10 years but dude that was the claim to or rather if you could burst a sutli bomb when we were kids you would be considered or or matlab graduation yeah, bada ho gaya yeah no totally i can you know that was if i were in india I wouldn't spend a lot of money on fireworks, but I would not not buy any fireworks either. Would you save it for next year? Because I, <laughs> I would also do that. You would, you would, or rather, you would ration them. You remember there is a cricket to, uh, uh, match coming up, so we need to keep uh, a few <laughs> in India wins. That for me is Diwali in a way. That has cultural sentiments for me personally. You know, instead of remember we used to take a scooter. to walk for 15 minutes instead of walking for 15 minutes i would take a scooter to the railway station and then from railway station i would take so instead of that i will just not i will just walk for 15 minutes so i will offset it by not doing something else right uh, so individual level not eating meats will also help because one of the largest emitters of greenhouse gases is the livestock and farm that is methane which is basically coming out of farts anyways the other 100 million households again used the chula chauka you remember chula that also is known as you mentioned so many millions of people die almost 400000 people die of indoor air pollution which is caused as a result of using burning like the cow dung wala biomass as burning that is used in the chulas half a million people man uh, let's see what is going to come out of it what the final statements are going to be after the end of there are three more days to go in the cop 26 and let's see how how this thing evolves yep it is long 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 one it was it is so long that uh, did you see that video of joe biden taking a little nap no anybody would man it was he was resting his eyes rather for about 30 seconds and he would open up then again 20 seconds then somebody came and whispered something in his ear it is going crazy don't do it don't do it man but i do that too sometimes just to process some information i just chintan kar rahe the hum so nahi rahe chintan kar rahe hain yeah aapne jo bataya main wo i'm digesting digest but it is still better than you remember that uh, sm krishna right that external affairs minister long ago he read out a speech of a portuguese minister at a un security council meeting two paragraphs <laughs> yes 
टू पैराग्राफ्स इन ही रियलाइज यार ये सेंटेंस में बाय माई थैंकिंग माई नेबर सिंग सम अदर कंट्रीज ऑल टूगेदर इन समबडी केम सॉरी सॉरी दिस इज नॉट योर स्पीच someone must have gotten fired for that right if that were north korea somebody would have gotten executed still fired executed still i know yeah. moving on rahul dravid has been appointed as the head coach of indian men's cricket team which has just been knocked out of the t20 world cup he has been associated with the india under 19 team the a team and is currently head of the national cricket academy as well so has comes with a lot of credibility and credentials india won the 2018 icc under 19 world cup in new zealand which was under david he has gone through the what do you say the rigam role the yes jr ka word list use kiya do hai acha kaun sa wala re kaun sa wala rigam role bola rigam role yes yes no he has the chops yes he had the chops yes yes by the way huh. selection process he was the only candidate what was that about nobody really bothered <laughs> to apply because he was it was him or what come on man yeah it was an open and shut case after dravid applies after all these uh, you know achievements right true i hope he changes uh, indian white ball cricket by the way you said india got knocked off but uh, do you know that st- it, there was a statistic if india restricts nambibia under 80 runs and chases down the target within 6 overs they can reach home 2 hours earlier than planned aisa karke there was a meme that was that was being shared on whatsapp <laughs> we played cricket at whatever level that we have we played 40 over and 50 over cricket at the highest we level in our colony <laughs> <laughs> the role of the coach unlike in football a cricket coach can only do so much i feel meaning what what is it that they they can strategy man test yeah, match strategy re You have to. You've got the captain for five days on the field. You can't substitute a player. You can't, unlike in football, where your strategies depends. I mean, it's like a game of chess uh, in ninety minutes on steroids. Cricket, me, sir, the coach can't even communicate. Right? There is a rule against uh, real-time communication unless you send somebody with a pair right. of gloves to relay some message. Selection is massive, right? Having the right team at the right place. Thinking about the rotation policy, etc. now again these people are playing india playing for india is completely different and the the level at which they play the level of stress that each one of them has don't you think that the captain when he walks off the ground he is just so mentally exhausted test match pura din your con- captain is continuously thinking so rather than the physical exhaustion mental exhaustion ka soch that is where the coach comes in is because he is able to also think and give inputs and advice and finally they have to of course the captain has to execute yes virat kohli when he was a captain ganguly and dravid were interviewing him on the ground uh, he had just turned captain and uh, while talking uh, the kohli said it's been two nights i haven't been i haven't slept well because i'm trying to figure a b c d e and then dravid said welcome to the club <laughs> because <laughs> that's how it works captains don't sleep and in cricket it, it's that much more difficult i mean the role of a captain on a cricket ground you have to have all your wits about yourself all the time that plus i think there is a lot of analysis that happens these days right to wo to lagta hai and then passing that message on to the captain in the field ki bhai just fyi this is additional information for you not all sports allow that in tennis the coach is not allowed to communicate with the player through signals or in words they have to figure it out themselves as an individual sport you can't seek additional life. in fact recently i forget the name of the top tennis player who take frequent bathroom breaks and and the tennis community was livid because what does he do in the bathroom is he communicating with his coach nobody knows as a sabta and it was out in the open so 
Yeah, tennis is an extremely solitary sport. Even eye contact is not allowed or, you know, things like that. They look at those sort of minor nuances. Venus Williams was docked a game, right? When she lost that Grand Slam to, wasn't that Naomi, Naomi Osaka? So anyway... Coming back to cricket, Rahul Dravid, you know, during his playing days, a couple of things, of course, we all know, right, wicket keeper, he put his hand up and did everything that he had to for the Indian cricket team through those hundreds of thousands of roles that he played. But I remember one incident when India toured Australia, the name Brett Lee was being thrown around in the newspapers that this is this young, exciting, fast bowler, and he's going to have India for breakfast. So, Sadagopan Ramesh and Dravid came on the crease. It was the evening time and they just had to survive a couple of overs. Ramesh was struggling, all right. He couldn't see the ball. He would, after taking a couple of blows and not seeing where the ball was going, next over, May, Dravid faced him, right? First yeah. ball, pe he got the ball to fine leg, and Sadhagopan Ramesh started to run. Halfway through, he saw Dravid was just standing there. Dravid said, Tu ja, I will take this whole <laughs> over. And opening batsman telling the other opening batsman that, boss, you stick there because I will take him. And that requires a big heart. It's not like he's a tail ender on the other end, he's trying to save his wicket. But he could yeah. see that his partner is struggling and that is not the day where you let uh, your partner down or India down. So he he took those next six balls, man, for the next two overs. So th- and he was young. It wasn't like you were 38 or when he scored a century at Lords. So he's always been that way. Brilliant character. Best of luck to Dravid. There are major, two major, as they call it, multi-country events that are going to happen. So he has a contract for the next two years. Let's see. What happens? The next one is an interesting topic as well. I love this topic, which is about nature is doing its bit. Elephants in Mozambique are going tuskless. So, Abhishek, tell us more. In uh, Mozambique, there was a civil war from 1977 to 1992. And most of it was sponsored by money that was generated by selling ivory. And to sell ivory, you need to kill elephants. Unfortunately, 90% of them who died because of poaching and the elephants there intelligently figured out that, hey, if we get the tusks out of the equation altogether, hopefully we will be saved. And that's a quirk of evolution, which generally takes hundreds of thousands of years. But in this case, it's happened in a generation, which is big and and they've proven it. In fact, there was a study by a bloke who knows a thing or two about uh, these things, Uh, a biologist at Princeton University by the name of Shane Campbell Stanton which is quite interesting, isn't it? Absolutely. And how did this happen is basically the study was published in the science magazine and it was conducted at Gorongosa National Park. During the civil war that happened, as you were talking about, 90% of the elephants were lost. What was realized is, of course, the elephants that survived, most of them were tuskless. They did not have tusks and they weren't poached because, of course, they did not have tusks. They linked it to this genetic one particular gene, which leads to tusklessness. Now, because the, this population has most of them don't have tusks, they are procreating. As such, that one gene is predominant in the newborn elephants. Mm. More and more of these elephant babies that are born don't have tusks. There's something else also that was born in this podcast. A new new, new noun. I don't know if you realized it, but you, you just coined a new noun. Tusklessness. Tusklessness. I'm told that Shakespeare used to do that a lot. <laughs> he, was mo- he was quite modest as well, wasn't he? Uh, Shakespeare. I, I, hey, I'm not, actually, I'm not, yeah, I'm not joking about that part. Apparently, 25% of 
words that were uh, hold on is that 25 or it, it might be a slightly lower number of uh, percentage of words that were used in screenplay written by Shakespeare were completely made up I'm reading this book by Bill Bryson which tracks the language evolution of English language mother and tongue right mother tongue I think that's the name like, yeah a little bit like Shakespeare but I'm just saying coming yeah, back yeah, to absolutely India. absolutely right totally you look at me you totally. think Shakespeare <laughs> ियलिटीड <laughs> we were culprits to it otherwise they were quite happy with that uh, part of their body it has uh, practical applications right whether it's to ward off predators or one of the most common use is also to dig up mud so that they can put it it's like moisturizer for their skin because elephants have very sensitive skin so they put mud on it because in, and then it blocks the harsh sunlight scientists are also saying that this can be reversed it finally comes down to genes so you can manipulate genes artificially and it is not an irreversible trend so they are not as concerned but it is just interesting that they found Ooh. this the stat there was that before the war around 18% of female elephants did not have tusks and now it's 50% yes. and there are some other animals as well you remember crows in japan wasn't it where they figured out that they could drop the nuts at a traffic light and wait for the cars to go over them then they would wait for the light to turn red then they would swoop down and eat what was there in it in the bbc it, i, I did yeah. not know that i in did not in, know that <laughs> yes uh, youtube big there is a video called smart crows in japan it's a two minute thing check it out this is back in 2008 and uh, so that that's how they evolved they know they see they, they learn and and corvids or crows they are the most among the most intelligent, intelligent birds even monkeys on the way to lonavala i was in pune over the weekend so they stand <laughs> on the yeah. eastern express highway uh, oh sorry on the on the pune mumbai highway yeah. and they that's just lazy folks to give uh, <laughs> banana that's just laziness the laziness <laughs> gene goes across animals and any sort yeah. of living right and intelligence at the same time is that why do this extra hard work if you can just sit here and people throw stuff at you i would do that if i were a monkey I would, i would totally do that yes absolutely free food and be on someone's instagram at the same time because i'm so cute <laughs> even even dolphins by the way do that in in a concept called cooperative fishing they help the fishermen to get fish to their boat so that then fishermen will cast their net and then they will feed the dolphins as a prize all right uh, wow so those... i think dolphins are the only ones who by the way have sex for pleasure and not for reproduction not for procreation but also for entertainment which is a first is what i had read long ago and <laughs> <laughs> did that come from? now i'm just looking for animal trivia <laughs> <laughs> exactly i think we are we are wait and it could get personal here because i was going to ask you what what is your motivation of being a writer after the first one after the first <laughs> well when i type in dolphin sex it talks about promiscuous dolphins and uh, <laughs> No, because I wanted to find out if what I'm saying is verified or. I hope you don't share your laptop with your with your <laughs> wife or anyone in your household. 
well i'm i it reminds me i'm using my company laptop they will they will wonder what kind of a... <laughs> anyway so those were the topics that we had for this episode episode number 233 please if you want if you have anything to say or comment about anything that was mentioned please uh, we'll be posting this on twitter and you can drop your comments right in there don't forget to follow us on twitter our twitter handle for indicast is indicast you can also subscribe to all our podcasts we are available on itunes we are available on google podcast follow us there i am on twitter as well i am at ac mahatre abhishek is at abhishek kumar and that's about it from us bye 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 bye